Hey funny people, welcome to 4 Cent Shots. This is where I share a brief segment from one of the past episodes of the podcast for your enjoyment. So, enjoy! The ongoing effort to curtail the spread of COVID-19 has brought to light many problems in American culture. Chief among these problems, though, is just who in this country is truly essential to the workforce. Medical professionals have long been vital to this country, along with firefighters and law enforcement. A growing appreciation for sanitation, maintenance, delivery, and transportation workers has also emerged. One group of workers, however, who are finally being appreciated are the most invisible, most dismissed, and most disrespected of workers still on the job today. I'm talking about retail workers. The poor drudges are finally getting their due for all they do. Until this pandemic, people looked down on them as that most forlorn of creature, unskilled laborers. Oh, retailers, people in the past said. Anyone could do that job. Who cares about them and their problems? These same people also said, Oh, there's no way in hell I could work in retail. Why do people say that? Seems contradictory to me. I mean, if the job doesn't matter and anyone could do it, then why don't more people do it now? Besides the medical field, retail is the only other major industry constantly in need of new workers. The simple answer, of course, is this. Retail is hard. Not because the work is hard. Anyone who does the job or has done the job can confirm that. Once you've done it for about six months, you can practically do it by rote. What makes retail difficult is also simple. The fucking customers. That's right, the customers with their petty complaints, their asinine requests, and their dumbass questions are what make retail hard. How do I know that? Simple again, because I used to work in retail. For exactly one year, seven months, and two weeks, I worked as a deli clerk for a well-known grocery store chain in my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri. I can't say the name of the store because I don't want them to sue me, so I'll have to disguise it. For the sake of this piece, let's just call them schmucks. I worked for schmucks again for one year, seven months, and two weeks. I can honestly say the job really wasn't that bad. Yes, the work was ephemeral and mind-numbing and the customers were about as welcome as a recurring bout of hemorrhoids, but it had its highlights. It was a steady paycheck, I loved most of my co-workers, and I got to do something I haven't done since, which was be part of a union. More than anything, while it schmucks, I learned firsthand that the worst part of work in retail was the customers. After about three weeks there, in fact, I began asking myself questions. Do people just 
turn off their brains the second they walk in here? Is there some kind of array around the store frame door, the, the, the door at the front of the store, that just saps them of their abilities to think and read? At the time, and it's probably no different now, one of the managers actually shared a very interesting fact with me. Do you know there's a 75% turnover rate in retail every month? 75% percent. Can you believe that? Three out of every four people hired quit within a month. But let's focus on the positive. One out of every four stayed. The real question then is, what does that one person have that the other three didn't? Well, I'm glad you asked. Having been, for a time anyway, that one person, and having now had time to reflect on it, I've come up with a theory. It isn't, in fact, just one thing that gives that fourth person a resilient edge to last in retail. Three traits, as far as I can tell, allowed me to stick in that job for as long as I did, and allows almost anyone to stand that job for any expanse of time. The first trait that you need to be a good retail worker is simple. You need a willingness to do the job and to do it well. I phrase it that way because there are many people willing to do retail work, but not all of them do it well. Some do it passably, some do it barely. Their co-workers often look at that latter group and ask themselves the same thing. How are they still here? Like anything in life though, I believe you should always try your best, even if the work you're doing is frankly menial dribble. Probably more important than the first trait is the second, the patience of a saint. We've already established why retail sucks. If you've forgotten at this point, it's the customers. Thus, the only way you can even hope to deal with that daily annoyance and remain sane is simply by being patient. This is the trait most unsuccessful retail workers actually lack. They can do the job well enough, but they can't stand the tsunami of stupid they have to face on a daily basis. If you don't have a level of patience that could rival the Pope's, then please consider other realms of employment. Finally, and the most important trait that you must have to be a good retail worker is... Get ready for it. Are you ready? Well, even if you're not, here we go. Drum roll, please. An innate and intense disdain for humanity. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait a minute, Ian. How can an innate hatred of humanity be beneficial for a retail worker? Wouldn't that, in fact, be the worst possible trait for somebody to have in that line of work since you have to deal with so many people in a given day? Ordinarily, yes. But not in this case. Humor me. See, if you hate people, and by hate I mean possess a seething, smoldering scorn for your fellow members of the species we call Homo sapien, to the point 
where you went out of your way to avoid them long before we had a contagious disease to fret over, then you will do anything to limit your interaction with them as a retail worker. You will patiently help them with any request. You will answer their ridiculous questions. You will do your utmost to ensure they have a pleasant shopping experience. Anything to get these awful, stupid, bipedal mammals away from you. Why? Because all you want for them is to go away. You want them out of your space, out of your face, and out of your life. Hatred. It's the ultimate motivator. Don't believe me? Look at history. Count how many atrocities were committed by one group of people against another group of people, and you'll see I'm right. Now, you should also be cautious. This same motivator can also, over time, over too long a time, become a hindrance. You can end up working in retail so long that your hatred of people can become so strong that it ends up eroding both your patience and any desire you have to do a good job. You can see this in many people who are lifetime retail workers. They may as well have the word contempt tattooed on their foreheads because that's all they feel towards, as Douglas Adams wrote, life, the universe, and everything. If you're lucky enough to get to that stage as I did, early in life, I have only one piece of advice for you. Get a new job. Find a new way to be a productive member of society. If you don't, you may end up trending on social media for having committed a mass shooting. <laughs>